don't, I don't, I don't know that I could handle somebody fucking my man that I've been with for four years. That's just uh, a lot for me because I'm so territorial and I think that's my shit. It's my fear. It's my Kiki, fear. you know what? I would be I happy to share with like you. Me. I would be huh? happy to share dick with you. Because okay. you know what? Hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no. hey, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, y'all. Listen, the guest that we have here tonight, y'all, this dynamic duo couple are the hosts of Cheating on Fear podcast. We have Dante and Queen B, Beatrice, here in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. We're so happy to be here, Kiki. Oh my goodness, thank you. We've been trying to plan this and we finally got it done. So we're here, we have a lot to talk about. I have Dante and Beatrice here tonight. And I, let me tell you, I low-key kind of stalk their Instagram page. (laughs) Instagram and B would go live all the time with her girlfriend and so I would listen to their conversations and I'm like damn they go through just what I go through this they they, they you all mirrored the conversations that you had mirrored what me and my girlfriends were talking about so I was like shit I mean and then the name alone cheating on fear podcast let me just say this Many of us are scared to make big decisions in our lives and move, you know, big moves. And and, um, I'm guilty of it. And so I I have this level of fear that I carry with me sometimes. And I'm like, I have to do what it takes to overcome this fear, this, this level of fear that I have. And so I know that I'm not, um, in uncharted territory, and I'm not alone in this uncharted ter- territory where we want to take on and tackle our fears. You know what I mean? So as we begin, or as I begin to uh, explore some areas in my life um, where fear really reigns heavy, I just thought that it was so appropriate to have you on, you both on, to just talk about what this looks like and how we as a people can overcome the fears that stop us from doing so much in life that we want to take on and do. I mean, hell, the podcast. I was fearful of that, you know, when we first started out with the shit work. I mean, you know, but with 32 episodes in and here we are. So tell me this, B and Dante, what would you say was the uh, concept or the inspiration behind Cheating on Fear, the podcast? That's a great question, Kiki. I'm, I just, I just want to, I just want to do a little cheers before we get going. Let's, if yes. we can all just cheers to Friday night and cheers to, it's a damn shame we didn't get to do this earlier but we're doing I it now know, so it's good. a damn shame mm-hmm. but we're here now <laughs> mm-hmm. so I think you really I, I love that you that it resonated with you 
and that you really got the idea of what cheating on fear was supposed to be. And so Dante and I, we talk all the time about relationships and, and sex and things that are happening in the culture and, and politics on your side of the border, on our side of the border, we're, we're up here in Canada. And, and we thought, you know, it would be really, really cool to start a podcast. We know how scary that is. It's, it's a, a daunting task, right? It is. And, and there were a lot of things that we talked about and the nature of our relationship. We thought, you know, maybe if we talked about these things, we could help other people and help take the, the trepidation and the, the anxiety out of a lot of things because between we have, he's done a lot of things in his life. I've done a lot of things in my life. We've done a lot of things together. And we thought, you know, maybe our individual experiences and our shared experiences, if we were able to talk about that and have an audience give a shit about what we had to say, maybe we could help some people because really a lot of the things that we're afraid of are just things we've made up in our heads and our lives can be so much better if we just have a little bit of courage to have that conversation or to try that thing we're afraid to do and to to move forward and and to grow and you can't you can't have growth without a little bit of of moving outside of where you're comfortable and yeah. and so and i think a lot of people their lives don't change and they don't have the life that they want because they are afraid to make that move they are afraid to to pursue their dream or they are afraid to do something you know to to make themselves vulnerable in a relationship or any of those things and 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 we we wanted i mean you were you were right in kind of assuming that it was about relationships about that kind of fear because i think i think that's that's a big chunk of of what scares people is being vulnerable and and saying what you want in a relationship and trying to create the relationship that you wanted and dante and i when we got together we had a unique opportunity to build the ideal relationship for us from the ground up and it was just it was such an amazing experience we thought you know maybe we can help other people move forward and communicate better and say what they want and go after what they want in their relationships, in their jobs, in you know what what they want to do um, with the rest of their lives, traveling, you know, any kind of you know, learning something new, and so that's that's kind of where it came from. And yes, it's it's very much based on sex and relationships. We have a lot of of topics that we deal with with sex and relationships, but we also talk about a lot of other topics: fitness, travel. Um, yeah mental health um parenting parenting issues you know with men issues with women um and and cultural phenomena and just pulling those things apart and unpacking them and so it's it's really expanded into something more than just sex and relationships that's probably our favorite topic but, <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, how long that, have you all been in a relationship we are almost at four years mm -hmm. in the, in nice. the spring will be, will be four years. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It went fast. I, I love how you looked at him and was like, you can fuck this up if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> he knows when we got together. That's why I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how do you think one overcomes their fear for whatever it is, whatever you want to do in life? So I've always found that in my life, 
the things that are the scariest are the things that you internalize and that if you speak whatever it is if you if you bring it out into the open then then it loses a lot of its power and control over you so if people can identify what they're scared of or what's making them afraid if they can talk about it that goes even if that that doesn't give them the solution to their problem just talking about that fear it really can do a lot to neutralize it yeah yeah i definitely think you know communication is key and really um it's like you know if you are um a recovering addict you know you have to admit i'm scared i am an addict mm -hmm. you know what i am mean? scared my i do have this level of fear in this area so i i get it um so as it pertains to relationships do you feel that um because originally like i said when i i heard the the name of the podcast i was like cheating on fear you know and i instantly went to, to kiki shit, you know just like listen <laughs> i cheat out of uh fear of being hurt mm. and so um i always had that main one but then i have some others waiting in the wind and you know that i can kind of you know pull in i, I say my starting five <laughs> <laughs> he had something time. like that. I, I, yeah. I did. I had. We call it the stable. I was trying to build a stable when I met him. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. And then eventually they'll fade away. Like you know, some of the starting five of, and it's always that key, that point guard or whatever it is that will stay. You know, and he sticks and stays. But um, I, I think that you know when I when I first heard the podcast, I was like, shit. I cheat out of fear. And I know that I do a lot of things that are not cool out of fear. And so, you know, what would you tell a person like myself about, you know, trying to not be that way? You know, I think in honestly, before I would tell you what to do, I think I would ask you why. What is it that you're afraid of? And you know, it's it's Being really interesting. Right. But 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 this is the thing is that you're gonna get over that, right? You're gonna be okay, right? You've been hurt before. It doesn't didn't kill you, right? You go, no. What's the worst thing that can happen? Do you want to? I think a lot of people miss out on a lot of stuff because they're so they're so intent on not getting hurt. And when you really think about that. It's like, is it worth it? Is it worth it to not be hurt? You think about all the things that people do. And that's really, I mean, we have a biological imperative to avoid pain and to run towards pleasure and to use the least amount of energy to do both of those things. Mm -hmm. That's the way we're built. Yeah. And so it's not, we don't call it cheating on fear because we think we're better than anybody else at, at, at doing that. We still, I'm, there's still times where I think I can't do this, man. I'm, it's too scary. Um, but, but I think that you need to, what, whenever there's something fearful in my life or in our relationship, we do something we like to call peeling the onion, where you want to get down to the very base fear. 
because there's a lot of fears that are really just just surface things that are hiding other things you know like you talked about being an addict that is really about disconnection yeah and 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 uh, and avoiding you know hiding from your life because there's no connection there there's nothing to 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 latch onto and feel good about right you need something that that replaces that drug and at that point that drug whatever that drug of choice is 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 what you're holding on to what you're connecting to right absolutely so and it's and it's fear it's fear of being vulnerable it's fear of being rejected it's fear of not being loved that's all any of us want is to be loved but we have to risk in order to 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 do that and i'm one of these i'm a wall girl right i'm i'm a toughie i'm really good at like oh yeah i'm good i'm good i don't i just <laughs> i just i just need some dick i don't without mm -hmm. complications i don't need all yep. the other shit i'm good yep. And I was good. I was good on my own, as Rihanna yeah. likes to say. <laughs> I was good on my own. That's the way it was. Yeah. And and I was prepared because I, you know, the investment in a relationship was just too much for me to think about. I was like, nah, man, I, I don't I don't want all that shit, all that bullshit. And then I met Dante. And here was someone who was confident without being arrogant, who was Nice. who wasn't didn't want to play any games who was honest with who he was where he was coming from what he wanted and it was just instant connection and it was just like i've just met this person and i trust this person and i'm okay to be vulnerable with this person and then you know and there's been times in our relationship where i think oh my god this is too this is too scary this is too and, and you go okay yeah. it's time to peel the onion what are you afraid of yeah well, I'm afraid that he doesn't really love me like he says he does. Does that even make sense? No. Okay, fine. What are you really afraid of? And just keep peeling it away until you get to that yeah. base thing, right? Where being vulnerable is terrifying because you do it's leave yourself in. open. Yeah. But yeah. but you're, you know, but you're strong and confident and independent. And when you're okay being alone, then anything can happen and you can you can risk you can take that risk because you know that you're okay by yourself right so yeah. anybody that would you let say, into your life yep would you say that lack of self-identity breeds fear that was the we were talking about that but i i feel like i've been talking for a really yeah, long time no so. you can, <laughs> go ahead yeah i think i think that not knowing who you are can create that kind of uncertainty that that can breed fear right and when you are trying to figure out where you stand in a relationship or what your career is looking like or, or what to do in your family if you're unsure of who you are then you're going to be unsure of all the decisions that you make in whatever aspect of your life right and so it took a long time for me to to be the person that I am today there's a whole bunch of shit in everybody's past that that gets that gets you to where you are right now and I mean that that stuff is painful and you know in some respects it would be nice if it didn't happen but I wouldn't be the person I was or I am now if I didn't go through the things I did in the past right and so understanding who you are can give you at least that like grounding of okay I know 
I know this, this is one thing that I know. So if I'm uncertain about these other things, I can always fall back to one thing that I do know and use that as like your reference point for, for moving forward in anything. Yeah. So, um, in relationships, there are some ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. How do you fight there? You know, have this argument, fight there when there are no referees around, when there's nobody to say, all right, you all have ever done it. You be, you said too much shit tonight. Dante, listen, you've overstepped. Like when there's no referee, how do you manage to, how do you manage that? I, if you don't mind, I'm going to start this and you can finish. If you, want. Um, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, throughout our, our entire relationship and I, and, and I know, I don't, I don't mean to, again, sound like we've got it all figured out and we don't, yeah, yeah. Um, but from the very beginning, there's been a, a high level of respect for each other as people and, and trust and trust. And I'm one of these people that words matter to me whether it's a text or in a card or put out into the air words matter so if you say something shitty to me i'm gonna remember that shit for a long time and it's gonna hurt for a long time it's an it's a wound and so because i know that and because i've taken a few trips around the sun i am very careful with what i say knowing that those kinds of things can sit out there forever. And, and if you wound somebody with your words because you're angry or because you're pissed and you just say something shitty, it's really, really hard to take that back. It's like crinkling up a piece of paper and trying to flatten it out again. It's really, really hard to do that. And so I think I've always been very careful with what I say or don't say. And I think very hard about what my feelings are and what I'm really upset about before I will say something to him. So he knows by this point, if I'm angry or upset about something, I will be quiet for a long time. And it's because I'm processing what I'm really feeling, what I'm really upset about, what I want from him to fix it. And he's, he is uncommonly patient as a man. So it's, it's great it's great to to have someone that understands that's what my process is when i'm angry he just leaves me alone until i'm ready to talk and then we talk about what the real issue is and but because it's hard people people get heated super quickly and they say really shitty things and then they have to come back and take it back and say i'm sorry for saying that shitty thing but but like i said even if you take that back that person is always wondering did they really mean that? Is well, that how they really feel? Like I, I say, I, I'm very much like you in that I'm calculated and not calculated, but I, I really strategically place my words to not really tear down someone in a relationship, right? But sometimes I can flounder that Kiki has the side that she can give it to all that she has and mm-hmm. it will have your head spinning. Um, so a lot of times I'll have to come back because what I said, I meant, but mm-hmm. how I said it <laughs> is better, you know? And so that is the part that I find myself apologizing for. So let's take it up a notch. 
Well, apology is a big part of it, right? And knowing how to apologize, not saying, I'm sorry, you're mad. That's a shitty apology. That's a shitty apology. Yeah. Did, you have, did you have a point to make about, do you, is there something that you do or that I do that when we fight that you? I, I have a really, like, it's not in my nature to, to just not, to let something lie. <laughs> No, I have a Mediterranean background. We're fiery. Uh, we we talk a lot. Like we yeah. shout. You know, use talking, your hands. Use our hands a lot. Like, <laughs> like you you know, when when in my family, yelling is like a sign of affection. It's not anger, right? So everybody <laughs> you just, and the Colombians. Yeah, it just like escalates, right? And so I have a natural like I if something's wrong, I want to fix it now. Like let's talk it out. Let's figure it. Let's get to the root of it. And then let's move on. Mm -hmm. yeah. And with B, that's not her process. And so it 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 took time, and it, it's not always easy. But to to figure that out and to move move it at a pace I mean, that works well I don't for you. You hanging for like days no, and days and no, no, days. No, no. It's no. just he sits there and stares at me for a couple hours <laughs> while I just stare forward, and it's like put on another YouTube video because I ain't ready to talk to you yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. Sorry, I interrupted. We interrupted you, Kiki. What were you going to say? No, that's you said you were going to take it up a notch. I want to see what notch you're going to take it up to. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm graduating you all. So look, um, kissing is very intimate, right? Mm -hmm. And do you feel like um, in order to have a healthy relationship that you have to have that level of intimacy in kissing, especially kissing while having sex. Cause there's some people that just don't really like it. Who are those people? <laughs> I haven't met those people. People that, people like, that don't, don't, just don't like two kissing. heads looking like, just like this doing their like. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, I, you know, have you been with these people? Huh? Have you been with these people? No, I, I'm oh, a okay. All right, okay. I, I mean, not to yuck I, love it. I feel better now. But then I have friends who don't like kissing. They just, you know, the shit is icky to them, and they want to just fuck. And so I just wanted to see where you all were in the spectrum. Um, you know, kissing to me is very important. Actually, it's kind of an interesting story. So we met on a dating app. Nice and. He was away on business for two weeks, so we couldn't meet right away. And okay. so we were texting for two weeks solid. And he was like, you know, why don't we FaceTime? I can call you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because we had already set up a date. He was really good. He was like, I'm going to be back on this day. Are you free this day? Let's go out. Let's see how, how things are. And, and so we already had a date in place while we were texting when he was away on business. And I said, no, 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 because here's the thing. I am, I need to know how I feel about you, how my body feels about you, how my ears feel about you. And so when you show up, I want everything about you to hit me all at once. The look of you, the smell of you, the feel of you, the sound of you, all at yeah. once. And he was like, all right, cool. And he's thinking, this is, I'm getting catfished. <laughs> There's no way this is her. And he came to pick me up and I opened the door and we didn't even say hello. We made out in my hallway for like three minutes before we said yes. hello. Yes. And because I felt like, you know what? That kiss is going to tell me 
everything I need to know. Mm -hmm. And it did. And I thought, you know what? And, and it took a load of pressure off you. I think you were very nervous. Yeah, because there was a lot of expectation after two weeks of buildup of, of what it was going to like, what this first date was going to be like, right? And we weren't supposed to fall in love. We were just supposed no, to. No, we were just supposed to be fuck buddies, but. Yeah. Yeah. We're terrible fuck buddies. Bad fuck buddies. Good at the fucking part. Bad at just the buddy part. You fucked up the fuck buddy uh, experience. The fucking part was great. Yeah. The buddy part, not so good. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. But Not but so that good. like that was I mean that was you were like oh shit I like this girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I I think I think it's that important because I think it tells you a lot about yeah. where your chemistry's at. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. same same as you I don't want to yuck anybody's yum like some people just like to fuck they don't want to kiss I get that. There's also yeah. chemical sort of you know there's there's taste and pheromones and all sorts of other sort of chemistry yeah. that happens in that exchange of fluids in that way right and some people i mean in extreme cases are allergic to their partner right like yeah, yeah. that's what they, that's what they think anyway yeah no they, i mean there's there's been more than one one case i've heard in various podcasts and things like that of people who have chem get chemical burns from their partner's semen and stuff like that like yeah. the, the oh, ph yeah. is, is all off so it's all off, yeah. And, and they could be the greatest person, but if it hurts every time you have sex or kiss, it's not gonna last, it's right? Not so, gonna last. That's, no. that's a damn shame. That's and, a damn shame. That is a damn shame. You know, and, and I think it's a damn shame that people don't enjoy kissing because it's super sensual. And you know what else is super sexy? When mm -hmm. I watch you kiss somebody else. Yes. Mm, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, because we do talk. Yeah, <laughs> you have this ESP thing going on, but I have a scenario for you. Would you, Dante, allow mm -hmm. B to sleep with her celebrity crush? Like <laughs> opportunity, and you know, she came across this man or woman and was like, I need her, and the opportunity is here. Would you go for it or not? Yeah, we've talked about the celebrity list right and yeah. and and under the understanding that if everybody's willing and with prior kind of consent in the sense of like hey so uh the rock so, is in town i, I just met jason Statham. jason, jason Statham's having coffee Statham. with me i just met jason momoa at the coffee house is it cool <laughs> if i hit that <laughs> well, we did, we, Chitty on Fear actually did a, we did a whole episode on all of the non-monogamy references in, in the Friends series. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that was the last one that we talked about was the celebrity list. And so you did your celebrity list mm -hmm. and I did my celebrity list. I actually had an alternate on there. You did, because it was uh, supposed to be five and you couldn't just pick five. No, I had six. She had, she had to have a starting six. <laughs> but, so you'd be fine with that as long as I called you first. Yeah. 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 And, and filmed it. Maybe. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Because nice. we are, I mean, we, we are like a not like monogamish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most people would consider a non-traditional relationship. Mm -hmm. oh, so really? yeah. So we've we've nice. We've we've seen each other do some stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. I love it. I, <laughs> I love it. So does this happen in sex clubs or yes? Are you going to parties or how? We haven't been to a party. Uh, We've made our own party. Yeah, we kind of make our own parties. But there's yeah. never more than four people there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Nice. 
Nice. And I mean, when I we could know. go to sex clubs. Yeah, yes, this, all the but... sex clubs are closed right now. I know. Damn shame. Mm. Damn oh, shame. That is a damn shame that we can't <laughs> cheat on fear shame. in the sex club. <laughs> so mm. listen, Although our, our, our favorite, sorry, our favorite one just popped up on Instagram the other day that was like, we're still here. Don't worry. We're still around. I was like, thank God they're hanging on. Waiting for <laughs> I'm telling Sorry. you, I've had my experience at a sex club and I, I love it. I am a voyager. I love, mm -hmm. love, love watching. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um. So look, he, damn shame community, used to be a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I was. <laughs> That's a whole level of fear that you have to overcome. Um, this, so I assume that Dante, you were not with me when this happened. Or when, Man, you know. if I could get in a time machine, <laughs> that would be one stop. Is to see V in her heyday. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I went to uh, South Beach, Miami. And it was, I think it was my very first time there. And we went to this place and they had the strongest, biggest drink called Call a Cab. And it <laughs> if you drink That's it, awesome. you have to call a cab because yeah. you just, you know, you either have to walk or call a cab. So of course we're walking and stumbling our way <laughs> back to the hotel and we get into this bar and they had a stripper pole oh wow she mm. decided that she was going to enter the contest yes so I, club. I didn't get i didn't get naked <laughs> but i did go work the pole and i was like they were like go kiki go get it girl get it <laughs> so what was your experience how did you overcome that fear and that you know sense of being, you know, like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, you know, if you can, this is <laughs> this is the thing. If you, after you've been naked in front of 400 people, you can do anything, <laughs> Yeah, honestly. And I think I was pretty young. So I, I wasn't, I, I don't think I was thinking all the way through. I had a lot of dance training. I had taken dance for 12 years. I'm a, I'm a trained, mm -hmm. A dancer, so that wasn't a problem. I could pass that to you. No, you're in a story. Um, <laughs> so, so I was confident about that. I I felt pretty good about my body, and and I think even then, like you talk about being a voyeur, Kiki. Um, mm -hmm. There's a great there's a great kink quiz that we can send you. We're actually going to do an episode on on all the different kinks and stuff like that, and talk about those. Um, but I took this kink quiz and I'm a hundred percent voyeur and a hundred percent exhibitionist. So yes. I think that was in my blood from a, from a very, from a very early age. Yeah. And if you're on, if you're on a pole in Miami, you're probably a hundred percent exhibitionist too. And it was just one of those things where you go, you know what, what are they going to do? Same thing. Peel the onion. What's the worst thing that can happen? Are they all gonna laugh? No, I'm 20. They're not gonna yeah. laugh. They're gonna think yeah. that's amazing. And I know how to dance. And and it was, and yeah, sure. The first night it was terrifying. I thought, I, I don't know if I can do this. And you do it once and it's just like, like I said, 
so many fears are just all, it's all this bullshit that you tell yourself. And I wanted to circle back to talking about fear and especially for women, a lot of fear comes back to um, something, a concept that's called limiting beliefs. And it's all this messaging that we get from the time we're very small and very young about, you know, you can't do this, don't be a slut, be polite, don't make any un anybody uncomfortable, don't be too loud, don't be too this, blah, 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 blah. And it's, you, you hold that with you and it limits you from trying things and doing things because you think, oh no, no, I can't do that. That's not you, that's your limiting beliefs telling you you can't do shit. You can do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. And Absolutely. even at 19 and 20, I thought, you know what, fuck, I'm going to try this. And the episode's actually pretty funny. The origin story, Dante's great at teasing out stories and, and, and adding, and adding color and shading to all my stories, um, you know, and, and, and it does make you fearless when you, when you go, I'm a little scared to do this, but you know what, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. And not a rest, reckless things that are going to get you maimed or killed, just things that your brain tells you are too yeah. scary and you know you get over it and and every time you do something that scares you it builds confidence and then it's like a muscle confidence is like a muscle and getting over that yeah. fear is like, and you do it and do it and do it and you think i did this fucking thing i did this thing i did this thing i can do this and then one day you look up from from the stripper stage and you see your entire high school graduating <laughs> male class sitting in perverts row and you go oh yeah that 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 tracks right yeah <laughs> so nice. yeah and i wish you'd been there i would have given you the best dance oh it would have been awesome but it's okay i dance for you now but that's it yeah. i mean now now i get to fuck the, sh the stripper you get to so, fuck the stripper you don't true. even have to spend the money to be in the champagne there is room. sex in our that's champagne it. room yeah <laughs> you've never stripped for me story. okay do you have a stripper name hmm you said he needs a stripper name. Oh no, he needs to strip for me. He's never stripped oh, for hell me. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do your hell magic yeah. mic. Yeah, no. Me and dancing are not on the same page. Oh no. 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 <laughs> See, I dance, he holds my purse. That's how that works. <laughs> oh God. I, I admire from afar. Yeah. Actually, okay. in, in in lockdown, I've started uh I've started dancing again. Like just nice. learn learning choreography from I'm uh, from some of my favorite choreographers in in Toronto and stuff like that. And um, so tomorrow there's going to be a performance, mm -hmm. a private performance of one of my choreography pieces. I don't even know learning. the song. Like I know nothing. Hey, I know it's going to be good. How about this? I <laughs> Maybe I'll share the video with you. We'll see how that goes. How about that? <laughs> so let's just. Uh, uh, had Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Scenario B took planned the most amazing, extravagant Valentine's Day experience for you, okay. Donna. Mm -hmm. And uh, while at dinner, she kept saying, I had this surprise waiting at our lavish hotel for the both of us. I cannot wait for you to experience it. It's going to be something that we both can enjoy. And so she's been talking about it, talking about it. I mean, you know, really amping this up the whole time that you all are at dinner and on your way to the house. You get to the hotel, lavish hotel room, and you walk in 
And it is this man that is laying there in the bed waiting. And B is like, surprise, <laughs> he is physically fit. He is oiled down. His dick is long as forever. <laughs> and she's like, I'm ready for this threesome. How would you handle that? So there's two parts oh. to this. Oh, go, keep going. Oh, and he's what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> ah, I turn, love it, turn it. Turn it, turn it, turn it. <laughs> I don't know if Kiki's all of it. Yes, black is beautiful, yes. And black dick is beautiful. You know, <laughs> I had a white dick. I've always thought about it and wanted to, but all right. Back it's more here. pink it's than, than white. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> but, okay, so there's two, part, there's two uh, ways to approach your question. First of all, Surprise threesomes are usually a bad idea. <laughs> just from just from the sense of you don't know what the other person, if you've not talked about this and you're just like, here we go. It's it can be it can be dicey. Yeah, uh, catastrophic, I think is the word you're looking for. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. When if you're going to if you're gonna have somebody else in your relationship at that level, it should be done with a discussion beforehand now let's say all that's happened i mean most of your scenario we've experienced so it wouldn't for us wouldn't be that the only thing that would be abnormal about it is that i didn't tell that be sprung it on me <laughs> yeah. and that the guy's oiled up that's not usually no, but that's okay, <laughs> but that's okay. Like that. it's slippy it's good yeah. Yeah, it makes for a nice slippery night. Well, you know, it's it, it's important. It's important. I, I know that you were kind of thinking, oh, well, you know, would he be upset? No, no, he's 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 watched stuff. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we no, like no, to no. we like to we like to liken it. The analogy I like best is it's like driving a Mercedes is or any kind or your luxury car of choice. It's great. But you never let to see you never get to see it go by. Mm -hmm. And with some of the adventures that Dante and I have been on, you get to drive the Mercedes and watch it go by. Nice. And so I think and and I think you make a really good point is that. And I think that's what makes it makes the idea of a threesome with another man or another woman or another couple really scary because you think about that being sprung on you and you go, whoa, hold on, hold on a second. How is, this even, how is this even gonna work? Yeah. And and it's and it's kind of sexy. I think a lot of people out there think that planned sex isn't sexy. Yeah. And it is super sexy because when you're planning sex with other people, you need to be respectful and cognizant of their schedules and when they're free and and their mm -hmm. sensibilities and and who's comfortable with what and what's off limits and what's okay. And when you do that, when you have all of that and then you have a plan in place, that is super sexy because the run up to that, when you know you have something like that planned, 
and everybody yeah. is on board and everybody's comfortable and everybody's excited it's pretty so who normally goes to find who normally goes to find that person that you want to bring or that other couple that you all want to bring in uh is it a mutual thing or you know dante you're like fuck this i got it you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna find someone um i think b's more successful at, at the search you found our current yeah but in general, in the on dating apps and things like that, women have more success. more success. Like when when B opens up an app and swipes on somebody, it's almost always <laughs> a match, right? And I can swipe, I can swipe for days and and get nowhere near the hit rate that 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 B gets, right? And even on apps that are specific for non-traditional relationships for threesomes yeah. or foursomes and things like that i feel um, like you have better luck with that in some respects but then i come in and blow it up because i have like spidey sense and go yeah uh -uh. she's got you b has a very yeah. good filter on these kinds of things and nice. and you know it took time to hone for these types of scenarios but i i trust it completely if b gives me a look or says something like, we got to shut this down. There's no question. Actually, like, it's it's a damn shame that <laughs> y'all ha haven't listened to this week's episode because we talked to our resident sex positive sex therapist, Dr. Tom Murray. He's so lovely. He's so lovely. And when we talk about highly sensitive people and um, there's a, a link in our bio to the test so you can see if you're a highly sensitive person or not. It's about 20% of the population. That, did you do the, the test? The results. So I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Do what I, happened? I said, I saw it and I was like, I don't know who the fuck gets the results. So I was no, like, you I, do. I, you I, do, you I, do. Yeah, no, you get it. And and so I it being one of those people, you you notice things on people or with people and you go. Yeah. No, nope, something's, right something's not right. And I just shut it down and he goes, all right, cool. And we just move forward because it having a bad experience is just not worth it. Cause there's always more people. The, the big mistake is that people think this is our, this is our only opportunity to do something like this. No, it's not. There's tons of people yeah. out there. And, um, he's, he's so, um, he's such a, an incredibly confident oh. <laughs> man, sexy man. And yeah. he knows, listen, if you're ever, <laughs> if you're ever wondering about the pink dicks, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's worth, it's, a, it's worth right. figuring out. I've seen um, it in porn. Worth a trip to Canada. I don't a know. A little that. trip to Canada, a little trip to, um, hey. but, but he's so, I mean, to have a partner like that, that is so confident mm -hmm. that, you know, he can, he can kind of engage, we can engage in those kinds of things as a couple. And there's no negative emotions. It's really, it's really, really um, remarkable. And it's so well, contrary to what so many people think it's going yeah. to be. Like I think we talked about it on the on the on the Friends episode, where it's like that is most people's worst nightmare is thinking about their partner fucking somebody else. Like that's yeah. the worst thing ever. And yeah. you're like, but yeah, don't knock until you try it. Yeah, yeah. The you have the damn shameless going in the comments. Uh, oh yeah. Asking, oh. How many times have you had a threesome with your partner? 
How many times have you? Had um, how many times have we had threesomes? Oh wow. Uh, um, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so we've had we've had one, two, three, four, four different foursomes. Yes. Nice. Yes. Four different foursomes. There's one. There's one couple that we that we've gotten quite close to, especially since the pandemic, when things were loosened up a little bit up here, we did see them a couple of times and we were, it's, it's so, it's such an odd, like we're like four really, really close friends. And then we nice. do things together as two couples and then we end up having sex after. It's kind of, it's really fun. Um, I love it. And, and then we, we've done Three. a threesome with another man. Yep and a threesome with a friend of mine mm -hmm. from the islands actually oh shit listen a friend of, now I, listen we have this policy here in my friend circle of friends we don't share dick okay you don't share dick we do not share dick that we know <laughs> dick that we might not know if we go on a girl's trip and hey, you know, things get a little spicy. So you, you share dick that you don't know? I don't, I don't, I don't know that I could handle somebody fucking my man that I've been with for four years. That's just uh, a lot for me because I'm so territorial. And I think that's my shit. It's my fear. It's my Kiki, fear. you know what? I would be I happy to share with like you. Me. I would be huh? happy to share dick with you because okay. you know what? <laughs> but here's the thing. You're sharing your man, but you're also fucking the other man. So it's a, it's yeah. a give no, and take, but, right? But, yeah. But you know what? I think, I think the question is more, more about threesomes and, yeah. threesomes and stuff and having threesomes with your friends. Like you think, oh my God, no, you can't, you can't do that. And this this not lady, with my main man, not with my yeah, Dante. my getting Dante's dick if you fucking with me, you not you gonna but get you know, maybe Dante's cousin. We'll go fuck Dante's cousin and then we'll come back, but not Dante. You know what? We could do that too. Okay. <laughs> and Shamers are in the comments saying it sounds fun. <laughs> it's super fun, and this is the thing is that you know I think a lot of people are afraid because of what um, we've been we've been socialized to equate sex with so many things that it's you only have sex with people you love and that if you know and and sex with someone you love is amazing sure. but sex with someone you like is also fun and yes. when we had a threesome with my friend um there was never any question about oh are you gonna like her better or is that gonna ruin the friendship and it's so funny because everybody thinks, oh, you don't want to fuck your friends or you don't want to share your man with your friends because it's going to fuck your friendship over. I'm closer to her than ever. Nice. And it's actually super, super sweet because when the two of them see each other, I mean, they don't, I mean, it's not like they meet up on their own, but like when we all see each other, there's this, there's this sweet affection between the two of them where it's yeah. like, Hey, yeah, I fucked you before. That's cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool. And, and it's not, again it's more of an affection and a bonding thing rather than nice. like oh i'm just waiting until we're alone uh, waiting until uh, b leaves the room so that you and i can get something going it's not really like that it's not shady oh, like that and i think a lot of people yeah. their only experience of their partner fucking somebody else is thinking about cheating mm -hmm. and again uh, and that's just, and, there in the comments <laughs> the comments have really gone 
Yeah, so uh, damn shame and Dominique says, I ain't sharing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique, come on. Don't knock it till you try right there. Sharing is caring. Um, the fear is them leaving. If you know for sure they're never leaving, that eases the anxiety. Yeah. And then yeah. Here, it's here's free the thing. to be uninhibited. It's freeing to be uninhibited. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I, and, and that's that's a great that's a great comment. And it's a very common fear of what if they leave? And the reality is you don't have your partner. That dick is on lease. With an option yeah. to buy. <laughs> and that pussy's on lease. Oh, well, Nobody belongs to lease. you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It does, doesn't matter what the songs say, doesn't matter what the movies say, no one belongs to you. Even if you marry? No, you belong to yourself and nothing, if that person wants to leave, they're gonna leave. Whether whether you're in a monogamous relationship, what, it doesn't matter. If that person wants to go, they are free to go. But what it does, sorry, no, keep, okay. you keep trying to, waiting for you to take a breath so you can say something. <laughs> But what it does is when you have that mindset of he doesn't belong to me and I don't belong to him. But what that changes your relationship into is we make a choice every day. I choose him every day. He chooses me every day. And we treat each other like we're trying to keep each other, not like there's an assumption Oh, you're not going nowhere. Who you? Where are you going to go? From this to what? There's always somewhere to go. Yeah. Always. Well, and there's no, there's no wondering if the grass is greener. No. Over there, because we can, if if one of we us, we can walk on the grass. We can do that, right? Yes. And I think too many people. I love it. And too, I think I think too many people approach relationships as that that the only way that you have a, a successful relationship is if one or both of you die. That's the only way the relationship is is a success. But if it ends for any reason, it's a disaster. It's a, it's a yeah. failure. And I think relationships have a certain shelf life, an expiry date. And if you reach that and you can part amicably and you can learn from that relationship and bring that into your next relationship or future relationships, then it's then it's successful. It's only a failure if you're miserable. If you're miserable and it's a scorched earth yeah. policy and you just blow all your shit up around it, then then yeah, then that's a failure. But I'm Italian. I got. I know. You know. I know. My hands are everywhere. <laughs> so so I think I think if you like to B's point about not owning your partner that 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 they don't belong to you, I know how B feels about me, and and I think she knows how I feel about her, and so when we are doing and communication is part of it you can't you can't do the sorts of things that that we do and be bad at communication there's a lot of talking yeah. a lot talk. of talking because you have to unpack these feelings because again when you go back to that fear point that if you take something and you just shove it down and, and ignore it it festers and it can it can manifest itself in in other ways in your relationship that are going to be detrimental and could blow up that relationship so you Absolutely. have to be able to have that trust with your partner to be able to say, hey, so we call it flashes. Mm. Um, and it's not necessarily a jealousy thing, but but Sometimes if, if something happens, you go, hey, I kind of had a flash about about this thing. And and then and then the other person goes, well, what was what was it about? And then we talk about it. And then 
you get an explanation, you know, because I, I, I trust B and I know that she has my back and, and I've got hers that if we're talking about something like this, I know she's not going to like hide that information away to use it later yeah. to some advantage. Yeah. And so yeah. I can be open and honest with her and talk to her about it. And then we can resolve that issue when it's a tiny, small thing before it's this massive thing that's going to destroy everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. So we have another uh, comment from the damn shamers. Yeah. So the, uh, one damn shamer just agreeing, saying, damn, I love it. There's always somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. and another, I don't want to suck on my man's dick after him fucking someone else. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> well, so that's, that's, that's a bit that's a bit of a technical question. That's a logistical <laughs> question. So I just baby wipes. Okay. <laughs> baby wipes. So we have actually what we call our 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 sexual adventure go bag. Yes. In which we and, and this is the thing, you need to as a couple talk about your boundaries and what's okay and what's not mm -hmm. okay. So the very, very basic thing for him and I is that him and I are fluid bonded, which it sounds kind of gross, but it basically means that we have sex without condoms, but we don't do that with anyone else. So anyone else that we are engaging with sexually, we are using protection. Mm -hmm. We are using condoms, we are, you know, or maybe dental dams for oral or whatever. It depends on the person's sexual health and that and conversations that we've had. But that is a that is a hard and fast rule that sex with anyone else includes condoms. And so, yeah, he's he's been having sex with another woman. He whips that condom off and my face is there. And that's fine. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but but that's something this is what I'm saying that like surprise group sex or surprise threesomes aren't usually advised because those are the things that you need to talk about. What are the things that make you uncomfortable? Some people aren't comfortable with their partner kissing. You were talking about kissing earlier, Kiki, and how see that is. is a see that as a boundary a lot. Actually, a lot yeah. of people have that as a boundary where they don't want. They're okay with their partner fucking someone else, but they're not okay with their partner kissing yeah. someone else. And that's something that needs to be discussed far ahead of time. Not when the clothes are coming off. No, and yeah. that's and I think that's that's okay. what create generates a lot of fear with people is that they don't have that conversation and they go into that surprise it's your birthday i got you a, you know i've arranged a threesome for your birthday no 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 terrible 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 idea terrible terrible yeah. terrible get them a tie you know <laughs> and then talk about the threesome for for something else and so and 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 so i totally i appreciate the damn shamers weighing in and and making comments mm -hmm. and asking questions because this is what we're trying to do on the podcast is to is to talk about this kind of stuff and what doesn't get talked about and i wanted to bring up as a concept concept is the idea of compersion and what that is is quite literally the opposite of jealousy and this is the part of non-monogamy and the part of non-traditional relationships that very rarely gets discussed or talked about and compersion is that feeling of when you see your partner getting or receiving pleasure from someone that isn't you you think it's going to be awful and compersion is this overwhelming sense of joy mm. and happiness that your partner is is experiencing this pleasure and it's it's really complicated 
it's a really complicated emotion. It and it's really hard to explain to people unless and until you experience it yourself and you go, holy shit, I never imagined I would feel this way. Watching my partner do something that is everyone's purported worst nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, and the first, the first time we, we, the first time we shared each other with other people was a super duper hot lesbian couple. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, and it, we, the, the, we had all had a discussion about what was going to be okay and what wasn't going to be okay. And you can change the rules. You just have to take a time out and say, you know what, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that and go back in. And um, they had originally said they only wanted to engage with me and it was okay if they played with me and then him and I did stuff and that was fine. They didn't, they weren't really interested in engaging with him, but once they met him and saw what kind of person he was and talked to him a little bit, they both let him go down on them. And nice. I was, I was worried. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Cause you're super good at that. And I didn't know how I felt. I was, I was more worried about sharing his mouth than his dick. And, and I was, I was like, that is amazing. I didn't, they, you didn't think they were gonna let you do that. And now you're doing that. It's amazing. And he went to go down on me and I was like, get away from there. This, this is, this is a limited time only. You go do that. You can eat this pussy anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it was this there was this amazing that was your feeling. First experience, that yeah. was our first experience yeah. of of having nice. sex with people outside of our relationship and it was so positive that it was so joyful and it was so amazing. It was like holy shit like we can do this and 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 you ride that out and talk about that and it and it bonds you. And then when you Absolutely. realize all the things we've been told about oh it's the end of your relationship or it means they don't love you or whatever it is it's all, it's not true. So, so do you yeah. all have this meetup before or, you know, a, a conference fucking call? I don't know. <laughs> Production meeting. <laughs> Production meeting. Production meeting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's going to do this differently. And there mm -hmm. are, there are people and, and there's no shade thrown at all, but there are mm -hmm. people who are all about like the randomness of it. And they'll go to a sex club They'll find somebody they like. They won't do anything. Like they won't have any conversations. <laughs> Killing her mic here. Sorry. Um, they won't have any conversations. They'll just they'll just do it. And and that's the thrill. The thrill is the randomness, right? And also, you know, you can understand the safety, like safety in the sense of like they don't know who you are, so your man's not in any danger or whatever. But then there's also sexual health considerations and all that sort of stuff that you got to weigh in, right? And then. The way that we prefer to do this, because it's not just a physical attraction to somebody that is the catalyst for all of this. You want to make sure that you have um, a mental connection to them in some way. Um, that's for us, though. That's but that's that's just just for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, there are lots of people who have different political beliefs that can suck or have different sorts of opinions on things and they can put it all aside and get naked. But we want to feel a connection to the to the people that, that we're going to be intimate with. Uh, for me, especially with the with the with the other guy, I want to make sure that the guy's a decent guy that he's not going to treat, be shitty and be aggressive or, or push boundaries or do things that we we've uh, we we haven't agreed upon. And yeah. you know, so you so typically the way that we would do it is that we would meet up and grab 
drinks or have, have a meal and then debrief that check in with, you know, the, the other person or the couple and then my hands all the way over here <laughs> and then, and, and then if everybody's agreeable, then set up a date and, mm-hmm. and then and do something like that. Yeah. And, and the dynamic is different depending on, you know, whether it's a foursome or yeah. a threesome we've done, we've done a threesome with another, with another male, a, a very old friend of mine who's mm-hmm. just absolutely lovely. And it's cool, dude. And, and this is the thing, like him and Dante got along so well. And it was just like, you know, he got up, we were all kind of hanging out and he got up to go to the washroom and Dante's like, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, cool. And, and now there's this incredible friendship between him and this other man that's almost independent of me. Nice. And I think that's so cool. Like you think about the opportunities that men have to bond or make new friends as adults and they're very limited opportunities as adults to make new friends. And um, this other woman who we miss dearly, she's she's actually moved to the States. she she was absolutely lovely and i i am um bisexual i'm not i'm hetero romantic so i don't date women but um i'm very attracted to women and so same thing if i'm gonna share kiki then i gotta like you because if i if i don't like you i'm not sharing no and so i have to have a connection with that other woman and there has to be a bond between me and that other woman and when that's there it's just, it's all love, baby. It's all love, mm-hmm. you know? I love and it. I love yeah, it's it's really, so, you know, so when that border opens, you better like book that trip to China. Ow, ow, ow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen, have you all had a fatal attraction kind of uh, episode or that? Have you all? Oh, wow. <laughs> or somebody's been all stocky and weird? Yeah. Not that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just haven't discovered it yet. I mean, if they've been stalking us, they haven't made themselves uh, a, a parent yet. I, I, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be arrogant about it, but I feel like I'm a, I'm a very, very good judge of character. Yeah. And and if I get any kind of feeling like something is off or not right with someone, then I will shut it down immediately yeah. because this is not something that. It's not know, to be messed with. And, and you know what? I, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are again careless about it and and not to throw any shade but where they're not as thoughtful about it and that's when things get messy. But yeah. um Dante and I from the very beginning we decided we were going to do this in a very thoughtful and conscientious manner and we don't want to hurt anybody and we certainly don't want to be hurt by anyone. Campsite rule. Campsite rule. Right. What's the, what's the campsite rule? Leave it uh, in the same or better condition than you found it. Yeah, love it. And 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 that's and that's, that's what we what want, right? Seamus just said in the comments, so that's good. Oh, yeah? nice. What yeah. was that? The campsite rule? Uh huh. They, they I love that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And that's that's the thing. We're not out. We're not out to use people. We're not out to you know absolutely. dehumanize people or demoralize people. It's it's about connection and it's about pleasure and and enjoyment. Like why, why do we need more shit in the world? There's, you know, this is about, this is about, it's all, like I say, it's all love, right? It's all love. All love. That's positive, all love. So look, I have a fast round uh, questions. Uh, I call this Kiki's uh, 10 quickies, okay? Oh shit, yeah, quickies are good. (laughs) 
this or that. I'm going to throw something out and you just tell me which one you prefer, which one is better. It's either this or if you choose not to answer, then you can just sip on your (laughs) or your wine. I'm excited. I'm excited. Got that game show vibe. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So hot coffee or hot tea? Hot coffee. Coffee. Beer or wine? Wine. Beer. Uh, Although we're both drinking wine. (laughs) You had beer already. Skiing in the Alps or sunbathing in Bora Bora? Bora Bora, for sure. Fuck skiing. (laughs) I like my legs unbroken. (laughs) (laughs) Sex in the morning or sex at night? Both. You have to choose? I do like sex in the morning, though. If we have to choose morning, but... That that morning morning light is... Primo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start dirty your day talk. Off right. Yeah. Dirty talk or sex texting? Sexting. Hmm. Wow, that's tough. Sexting. Sexting. Mm-hmm. Sex in the shower or sex in the bed? Sex in the bed. Mm-hmm. Bed. Whips or chains? Chains. Really? Restraints. You're so you're so bullshit. <laughs> it's supposed to be a quickie. Come on. All right, chains, 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 chains. We'll come back to that. Hallmark movie or hardcore porn? Porn. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fuck porn. Hallmark. It's all the same shit. My dad Dominic. watches Hallmark movies. <laughs> Dominate and hardcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> Dominate, dominatrix or submission? Dominatrix. Dom, yeah. He loves that. The higher the, the, higher the boots, the better. Yes? Nice. Yes. <laughs> Masturbation or penetration? Oh, penetration. Yeah, penetration if it's available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, masturbation if I'm on the blob. That's how that works. <laughs> so why was he lying about the whips and chains? Cause he likes, he likes getting, he likes getting beat a little bit sometimes, <laughs> just lightly. You know, it's funny, you know, I, I'm, I'm what's, I'm what's called a switch. So again, th- there's that kink test that you should take. So you know what's up and okay. what you like. And a switch is basically somebody who can be dominant or submissive depending on what the situation requires. And are you a bit of a switch too? Uh, yeah. A, bit. a little less than yeah. me. Yeah, you're more of a yeah. like a power bottom. I'm a <laughs> she dominates from the from the bottom. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. And now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. The whole team here. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, so I I he 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 does enjoy when I when I play a role a little bit where I just I, I get all mean and not mean, but just hmm. assertive. I love so, it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. This has been a pleasure. I, you all have exceeded my expectations. <laughs> Fantastic. I love your authenticity. Um, I love the fact that, you know, you all exude love between one another and you can keep those up well. Um, you have given me some things to consider when it comes to, 
exploring this threesome, foursome kind of thing and just changing my mindset and I'm sure the damn shameless mindset about how to approach it and how to be responsible with it and not, you know, operate out of fear and, Mm -hmm. you know, be free to explore life because you're fearful of, you know, something fucked up happening. And so Mm -hmm. uh, we can't live like that, especially in these times where things are just, you know, so you never know what's going to happen the next minute, you know, whether you're here today, gone to mark kind of thing. So um, it's very important for us to just live our best lives. It would be a damn shame if you didn't. So listen, each and every week, I like to spotlight Black-owned businesses. And certainly, you saw in the promo video, the intro video that we have, the damn shame on the rocks, Drink Recipe Book as an ebook. You can now download that on Amazon. Go to Amazon.com and you pay for it. It's $9.99 and you download it on your free Kindle app. And I'd say that there are some amazing cocktails and mocktails that are out there um, that we have had featured on some of our past podcasts. So please be sure to check that out, get your damn shame merch if you haven't already done that. But listen, each and every week, we like to give out the damn shame award of the week, 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 week. And so for me, it is, I like to give that damn shame award of the week to the one who doesn't want or is fearful of exploring their sexual side and taking it to the extreme like they're fearful of really stepping out of their comfort zone and exploring all of the amazing things that come with sex positivity and intimacy and love and all of that so that would be who gets the damn shame award of the week for me what about you all um I, I tend to agree with you. I think the person who who was like, I, I don't share. <laughs> I don't share. Yeah. I don't share my dick. I, th- I think that I think that's a damn shame. Because you know what? That's a damn shame. Try it one time and see and then get back to me. And tell yes. me what you think. I mean you gotta do it twice because you might be bad at it the first time. Yeah, you gotta try everything twice just to make sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I, know, I would I say that suggest to you all. It's to teach a class. And <laughs> I am very serious. There will be people that would be interested in what you all have to say because you presented it in such a way that it made someone feel comfortable about even considering stepping outside mm-hmm. that comfort zone and doing it. And so very kind I, of you. I'm Thank you. Thank you all are here and that the damn shameless got a chance to experience it i'm happy that i just you know happened to scroll on and saw your podcast and i was like cheating on fear who would have thought that y'all would be making me uh consider sharing my dick (laughs) (laughs) i think we just had our class kiki i think we just had the class yeah. Everybody got yeah. schooled in non-monogamy 101. Congratulations, yeah. y'all just graduated. <laughs> we graduated and we flipped the uh, little tassel. The tassel to the other side of the mortarboard. There you go. <laughs> throw, yeah, throw it in cool. the air. 
So thank y'all so much. How can they find Cheating on Fear? You do. Well, we um, we have a website, cheatingonfear.com. You can send us an email, info at cheatingonfear.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Cheating on Fear. And we would love to hear from you. And um, I'm, I'm so happy that you had us on today. We had a, an amazing time talking yes. today. You're so much yes. fun, Kiki. Just amazing thank what you, you do. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So as always, we are here each and every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to tune in, tell a friend, tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button, thumbs up if you like what you heard. And let us know, get in those comments. Uh, certainly, if you know someone in Texas, DM us at Damn Shame Podcast. Uh, so we'd like to do our part with helping with the efforts there, some, giving some relief. All right, you can find us on all podcasting platforms. Also, Cheating on Fear, you're on all podcasting platforms, right? We, yes, we're yeah. on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher Google. Yep. All the places that your favorite podcasts live. That's it, that's it. Same with Damn Shame, on po Damn Shame Podcast. So thank you, Damn Shameless. See y'all next week. Tell a friend, tell a friend. If you can't be good, be great. Otherwise, it's a damn shame. Ow, ow.